0: Welcome to rslash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r compliance, where OP shuts down his boss's entire company. Our next Reddit post is from Jasper. Back in 2018, I decided to switch employers. I worked from home as a chat support specialist and eventually a supervisor for a major tech company. I decided to switch to a small-time customer support agency that was starting a new chat team. They were offering better pay and benefits because they only had a small number of employees. The position I was to be hired for was another salary-based supervisory role for their brand new chat team for the client. I would basically be doing the same things that I was doing at my previous job while also spearheading this small department and training other coworkers who had zero experience in chat support. This was going extremely well and our client was ecstatic at the results of the new chat program. The client even personally sent me an email saying how great I was doing. The company I left is known worldwide for having the friendliest and most professional customer support from any company, so it was really easy to apply the techniques I learned from that job to this new position. After doing this for about two months, the person I directly reported to, the regional supervisor, was retiring. Our new regional director came in, and he was friendly at first, but decided that he didn't want to waste his time on chat, so he directed me to phone support. Phone support was not in my job description, nor was it what I was hired for by any means. He told me the client was unhappy with the chat results, which was in stark contrast to what the client directly told me. Even after I forwarded him the email from the client, he still wasn't doing anything about it. So I complied. It took just two days before the client reached out to me personally. After they explained the situation to the client, they were livid. My new regional director had lied to me about his contact with the client, and had essentially ignored our client's attempt to contact him about this issue. I had continued to work in this supervisory role for phones until the first quality review of my employees came up. This is where I review my employees' interactions and grade them based on their strengths and weaknesses. My regional director wanted me to include the chat support team who was neither hired or trained for phones. And even then, he refused to give them training. I wrote down that I wasn't able to evaluate these employees because they were hired for chat support, not phone supports. I sent these reports to both the regional manager and our clients because at this point I had a direct contact email. Within one day of our client getting this information, I got a reply back that simply said we'll deal with this. The client held a meeting the following week with my employers. I'm not sure what was said in that meeting, but word got back to everyone that the client had dropped us for breach of contract. Because this was a small office and that was our company's only client for several years, this was bad. After that, me and my team were offered a position within that client company doing the things that we were actually hired to do. However, it required us to move about four hours away, so unfortunately, none of us decided to accept the offer. I collected unemployment until I found a new job. Now the company is out of business and is currently being sued by some other employees for unpaid wages. This lawsuit has been going on since 2019. OP, this is an awesome story, but I feel like you kind of missed an opportunity here. Instead of thinking about taking a job at the client company, you should have just started your own company, hiring all those employees who quit. Then you could have been the big boss, OP, and you would have made bank. Our next Reddit post is from Lechem. In my last job, I would log into work as soon as I got in the building, and if I had anything to finish up, I would do it before I left. I didn't mind because I was a team player. This resulted in me doing about 30 minutes of unpaid work every day, but I liked the company and I liked to clear desk. Fast forward two years and my father-in-law was terminally ill. We got a call from the hospital telling us we had to get there ASAP because he didn't have long left. I told my manager and I left work at 3:45 p.m. To be clear, our core hours were 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and the next month my pay was docked for half a day. I had already done an extra two hours of unpaid work that week, but they told me they couldn't make exceptions, and the extra work I did was my own decision. Alrighty then. From that point on, I came in on the dot and left on the dot. I did this for five years, working to the exact minute of my contracted hours. My manager was talking to a new hire, and within my earshot, she told him how she hated clock watchers who left on the dot because this didn't show company loyalty. I leaned over and replied that loyalty works both ways. And being docked half a day's pay for attending the deathbed of a beloved family member when I'd already done more than my weekly hours was cruel and unfeeling. So, I show the company the same level of compassion they show me. After all, rules are rules and exceptions can't be made. This new hire started working on the dot and also left on the dot, as did the whole staff. I love to think about how many extra hours they lost over the whole department that next few years. Why do I have a sneaking suspicion that this is one of those companies that says, in this company, we're like a family? It's like, dude, I read r slash entitled parents. Some families are super toxic. Our next Reddit post is from Deadline. This boss has since been fired, which makes this story so much sweeter. But this man was a grade A douche nozzle while he was there. He fired a coworker who had been there for years over petty nonsense. He constantly reminded people that he was their boss. He asked me to do nonsense work, and when I questioned it, he said that he was in charge. He threatened to fire me multiple times for being disobedient. Luckily, I was trained to do a job that only three people were trained to do, and the coworker he fired was one of them. Anyway, he called everyone for a meeting about the dress code, and he said there were people who weren't tucking their shirts in. Whatever, I always had my shirt tucked in, so I thought he would leave me alone for the day. Nope. He comes over to me with the dress code printed out and says we have to talk. I asked what was up, since my shirt was tucked in and buttoned up. He said, your undershirt is light gray and the rules say that it has to be white or navy blue. You've got to be effing kidding me. So I looked through the company rules and it said that you can have two top buttons undone and if an undershirt is worn, it has to be white or blue. Keyword, if. So the next day, I came in without an undershirt and my top two buttons undone. I forgot to mention, I am a hairy mother (laughs) And I fluffed up my thick chest hair so that it was poofing out like an Italian mobster. I sat directly across from this guy at a meeting and I kept leaning forward. He looked visibly uncomfortable, and after the meeting, I saw him frantically looking through the rule book. He must not have found anything because he never mentioned it again. Our next reddit post is from Ben M. I worked at a small rural internet company for nearly six years. It was family owned, and they paid us all really well for the work that we did. Barely anyone ever left the company. I was head of sales, and I controlled the software that kept track of our clients. This software had all the clients' information, including billing addresses, service addresses, and leads for new clients. It was an outdated program, for sure, but it got the job done and it worked for us. So, one day when we were just doing our regular jobs, we had an unscheduled meeting thrown at us. We walked in, and there were several new faces sitting on the other end of the table. Our bosses announced that they'd sold the company to XYZ. XYZ seemed like an okay place to work for because they were also local and the team seemed nice. I was told that it was just business as usual and to not do anything different. The transition took place and every so often someone from the new company would come to me to ask how I did my job and to get a feel for it. I could tell they were trying to weed some of us out, so I went balls to the walls trying to get renewals from old accounts. One day they told me that I had to go to HR around closing time. Having anticipated this, I saved all of my commission files and emailed them to myself. I went to the office, and they laid me off on the spot because they don't pay commission to their staff. I said, okay, but you still have to pay me commission from the time I worked before this because my contract hasn't changed. Again, the HR person said, we don't pay commission. I emailed my commission statement to the manager I was working with, and I was basically told the same thing. Fast forward to the next week when they realized they no longer had the credentials to get into our system that had all the client's information. They called to ask me for the login information. I let them know that I would be happy to give them that information when I drove up there to get my last check for my commissions. I didn't hear anything the next day and then I got a phone call that my commission check was in the office. I drove up there, grabbed the biggest commission check I'd ever made, and then gave them the login credentials. Down in the comments, we have this story from the word shaker. This reminds me about a dude from my neighborhood. He was in a sales position in his 50s. The privately owned family business he worked for offered him an early retirement deal where he would phase out over five years. He agreed to work part-time for those years and then take early retirement. They all signed this into a contract, and the company would have to pay steep fees for breaking that contract. The company then sold to an investment firm, and they got all these new, fresh faced adjusters from the new mother company. People were being let go left, right, and center, but my neighbor just sat there because he knew that his contract guaranteed him another three years of part time work. Then some youngster comes up to him and starts talking about enjoy the last, best years of your life. You'll have new opportunities elsewhere. And my friend just sat there and smiled. The young guy hands him a notice. He was being fired. My friend just takes the letter, reads it, puts it in his briefcase, and locks it. He smiles. He tells the young guy to go check with accounting. The young guy goes pale, leaves, and comes running back 20 minutes later. Uh, can I have that letter back, please? Still smiling, my neighbor just says, No, you'll be hearing from my lawyer. Oh, and by the way, don't fret. You might have breached the contract, but this will open many new possibilities for you. He leaves and then hands all the documents over to his lawyer. That year, he completely redid his roof and remodeled the house for his son and grandkids. He would just smile and shrug whenever anyone asked him how he could afford doing that. That was our slash malicious compliance, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast, because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.